This is Daydreaming About Dragons, a podcast about tabletop role-playing games. And this is a table is a Daydreaming About Dragons reply show, which I do separately. I reply to emails, tweets, and and uh, anchor replies, anchor MP3 replies that are sent to me. So this is not a normal show. A normal show, I do a little bit about actual play. So I talk about gaming, something about gaming that's on my mind. I raise some questions. I tell you what I'm thinking about it, what I'm doing about it. And I ask you what you're doing about it. So this is a conversation. I am no more an authority on this amazing nonsense than you are. I'd love to hear what you're doing. Love to hear what's happening at your table. And the second part is called Inspiration Goat. And that is where I take a piece of media and I talk about what I like about it or what I don't like about it or a little bit, just short little blurb. And then what I really dig into is how it affects my gaming and what it makes me think about with my gaming. Always linking the media back to the table. And uh, that's daydreaming, daydreaming About Dragons. However, this is our midweek reply show. They're entirely numbered differently. They're, they're listed differently. So that if you don't like reply shows, you can skip them. And... If you want to just go to the regular shows, you can uh, go to the shows that say episode number, and then the reply shows are clearly labeled reply shows. So if that's not your thing, you can skip it. And if any of these questions or thoughts or answers, how I reply, sparks anything in you and inspires you to say something, please say it. Please uh, come out and, and send me an email, send me a tweet, uh, get on the Anchor app, send me a reply. I really like hearing from you, and it'd be really nice to uh, be able to continue the conversation, all right? So these shows come out generally on Sundays and Wednesday nights, and let's get to it. Hey Judd, this is Ray. I enjoyed your podcast about not fudging die rolls. I gave up on that a long time ago too. I mean, the temptation is there if you're hiding your die rolls to fudge them, so rolling out in the open is the way to do it. Uh, if you can get players to roll, it's even better because they don't blame you for rolling something bad. They can blame themselves or blame their dice. <laughs> but uh, you one time gave a piece of advice that really struck me. It's been some years ago, but you were talking about using a cigar box and uh, how you could roll the die in the cigar box. And then you could just not even open it right away, but let it sit there in the middle of the table. And everybody knows the result is there, but uh, nobody knows what the result is yet. So a dice cup or dice box or whatever could add a lot of drama. And I thought that was a really cool bit of advice. And I have uh, done that a number of times over the years. So thanks and keep it up. I'm enjoying your podcast a lot. Ray, it is great, great to hear from you. Thank you so much for chiming in. Uh, the old dice box. Yeah, I will put a picture of that box um, in the show notes if I can at all. Uh, I still have it. it is, mine, uh, I think my buddy Jeff had a cigar box, and I had an old pencil box that I is probably from second grade. Like it, I've probably had it for an embarrassing number of decades at this point. And... I don't use it very much anymore. I use it kind of as a dice storage box, but it's a great, it's a great thing to remember. Uh, I, I, I would like to definitely use that tool again. Uh, I think that's a neat thing about being in this whole shindig so long is that you literally have given out advice that you forgot about. Uh, so thank you for, uh, for sending that, that tip back to me because it was lost. I had forgotten about it. 
and I appreciate it, and I appreciate your support. Uh, you were one of the people who, who reached out to me when I first started this whole thing and said, hey, you know, your, your voice is important. Get it out there. And I appreciate that. So thank you. And I like your show, too, and I'm looking forward to hearing more. And uh, I'll talk to you soon. Thanks again. Hey, Judd, Spike Pit here. Really enjoyed your thoughts on fudging die rolls. It's interesting that... Uh, the concept of fudging is actually codified quite deep in the old school rule tomes, the Dungeons and Dragons of back in the day. But um, really refreshing to hear about flipping that TPK into something a bit more positive. The way I normally tackle it is I go without a screen, the dice fall where they may, but I just don't roll the dice unless I'm prepared to accept the result. I... For example, might use average damage, average hit points for monsters, stuff like that. So it's another way that you can take a little bit of control over the narrative if if that's what you want to do. I mean, I like the randomness, but big combats can get well out of hand and it's not always what you want. But great show, man. Take care. Colin, thank you so much for chiming in. I appreciate it. Uh... Yeah, the, the, I think that's a good way to, the way you phrased it is I'm not, I don't roll the dice unless I'm prepared to accept the consequences is a really interesting way to put it. Uh, another way that I, I've said it and I've heard it said is don't roll the dice unless the failure and success are interesting. So that, that's another way. And, and, and the whole thing with, you know, thinking about total party kills and where you can go from there is uh, keeping failure and success interesting, Right. You know, if you get hit, if your character gets hit and they, they limp on along and they, they got hurt, that's interesting. But if they get hit and they die and they're a ghost, that should also be interesting. So, yeah, I think it's just a matter of finding an interesting result no matter what the die roll is, no matter what the result is. And if the game just isn't interesting, I think the other thing to take from that is if the game is not interesting or is made less interesting by rolling those dice, for goodness sake, don't roll the dice. Uh, at that point, then, just say yes, um, whatever it is. Um, and usually that's not with attack rolls. Usually that's more with like, information finding, right? That's like the, the prototypical why did you roll the die roll is when you want to know if somebody knew something. And the game is way more interesting if they knew it. So at that point, why roll, you know? Uh, now, maybe there's something more you want to know that goes deeper than that. But I find... Sometimes it's just better to say, you know what, this isn't a die roll. Uh, so, yeah, interesting ways to put it. Interesting ways to think about this stuff. And the, the things you said about going with average hit points and average dice, uh, that's an interesting way to play with that, right? Uh, you know, especially with damage and, and, you know, making the game go faster. But it's interesting that you mentioned using it as a way to kind of work on pacing and, and mortality for the characters. Interesting stuff. That's why, that's why these games are so much fun, and that's why we love talking about them. Thanks a lot. Hope your games are going well. Thank you for chiming in. I appreciate it. Hey, Ted. This is Evan Perlman. I was just uh, sending in another thought about game prep. Um, one thing that you can do if you know your setting really well uh, and what you're struggling to come up with on the fly are sort of relationships or situations. 
Uh, I'm a big advocate of using things like tarot cards, um, where they have a kind of a rich symbolism to them, and you can lay them out, you know, you can pull two or three or five, um, and then kind of rely on your brain's natural tendency to make connections and seek patterns, and pull out some keywords for each card, and say, okay, what am I seeing on here? What are the traditional associations? And then how do I make them play with each other? How do I fit them together? I have two or three or five you know, sets of, of keywords. Um, what pattern do I see here? Uh, and I have used this successfully at the table. Uh, once you get used to it, it, it only takes a few minutes to do new characters or scenes or even mini quests. Hope you're having a good day. Hope the move went well. Bye. Evan, that's good stuff. Uh, yeah, I love... Uh... I haven't used tarot cards, but I, I like that kind of thing where you are uh, getting a bit of symbolism and, and inspiration, right? Anything to give your brain a little bit of a jolt so that you can start rethinking about this in new ways. And, and I think the brain's ability to, to put together patterns and stories out of everything and nothing uh, is a huge thing to, to, to use. And tarot use that. In amazing ways, you know, time-tested ways. So yeah, tarot cards are great for that. They're they're amazing symbols, and I think I think they're they're valuable. Uh, I mean, and the other things that we can do is is look at you know what I always say is, and I'm sure you you know this. I'm just saying it out loud uh, for purpose of a podcast, but saying it you know, looking at the character sheets, looking at what players have done, you know, thinking about all the things that you can use. <clears throat> Uh, to to make good content, right? The character's history, what the player likes, uh, what the player has down on the character sheet. You know, I always say if you can, you should be able to look at that stuff and pick up something, something interesting to to say or do or add. Uh, and if not, what are you playing and why are you playing it? So yeah, uh, there's all I, you know. It's good to have all those tools at the table, and I appreciate you bringing them up. And I hope you're going well. The move has gone pretty well. Uh, there are good days and bad days, but it's going okay. Uh, mostly the days have been good. So uh, I think I'm coming through a bad day now, but I'm getting through it. I'm getting through it. Recording a little bit, thinking about a game, some games coming up next week and this weekend. I'm excited, and I'll let you know how it goes. But so far, so good. Thanks. Have a good one. Thank you for chiming in. I appreciate it. To everyone who replied, thank you so much. And to everyone who is listening, thank you. There appears to be about 100 of you. And I'd love to hear what you think. Send me an email. Send me a tweet. Raven, pigeon, whatever you got. Email is judd.karlman at gmail.com. My Twitter is in the show notes. So you can click on that and tweet at me. And I will talk to you soon. Have a great week.